Hi, and welcome to Where's the Cat, a podcast series of short plays written and performed by members of the Wharf Writers Group. Each episode may make you smile, it may make you think, but they will certainly have you coming back for more. There's comedy, there's drama, and there's absurdist fantasy. Whatever your taste, there should be something for you to enjoy. So whether you are chilling on the patio or stuck in traffic, let us entertain you for a few minutes. Sit back, relax, and lose yourself in this episode. Conversation at Midnight by Roz Ambler. You awake? Yeah. Brain's still churning and the tension's made my back hurt. Why on earth didn't they just cancel us? God knows. It had obviously been going on some time. Carol looked as if she'd been crying when we arrived. He was in a filthy mood. Oh, too bloody right. What was it he said when I admired the new curtains? Something about Francis's things not being good enough for Carol. That was it. Honestly, they should have moved when they got married. Why didn't they? He said he needed to get more work done on the house for it to realise its full value. Well, it is a bit in need of TLC. And Carol was in that tiny studio flat, so I can see the appeal of a larger place, even if it was where he'd lived with the dead wife. But haven't Derek and Carol been an item for years? Yes, but she was the mistress. It was what they call an open marriage. Oh, yeah. I remember now. And she was okay with that? Not at first. She wanted him to leave Francis. He ducked and dived and avoided the issue. Carol has always been an independent type and got to like it. When Francis suddenly died, she was terrified he would expect her to just slot into the vacant position. She did, didn't she? Not really. She felt a bit trapped and then had a ridiculous fling with her hairdresser. So how did she end up back with that miserable old Derek? (laughs) When he found out about Carol having an affair, he pulled out every stop to win her back, reverted to the charming flirt he was when they first met, sent her nice little gifts, postcards, emails, sent flowers, turned up at her flat crying and asking if she would still do his typing. Good grief. Does asking people to do typing bring them rushing back? Well, the hairdresser turned out not to be that satisfactory. She was his bit on the side, as he was in a long-term relationship with a bloke. Sure I told you. Yeah, you probably did. Can't say I've ever been that interested. To look at either of them, you wouldn't think such dramas occurred in their lives. Anyway, Derek begged her to come back to him, and the hairdresser and his boyfriend moved to Manchester, so she felt there was nothing to lose. Apart from the ability to have people to dinner without an undercurrent of sniping. She was just as bad. I'd said something about Toby and there was that I'm not allowed to have a dog dig at Derek. Felt like the longest meal of my life. And she was almost begging us to stay longer. Look, I never want to have another evening like that. She's your friend. You need to just have a girl's nights out. We're not having them back, ever. Yup. When you two were in the kitchen, he was saying he didn't understand women. Well, he damn well should. He's had enough of them in his time. Francis was his second wife, or might even have been his third. And he was running her and Carol for years. Thank God we're not like that. That was the only good part of the evening. Realising that what we have is pretty much okay. Pretty much okay? Is that all? 
Aren't we the happiest couple we know? Oh, you know what I mean. Don't you sometimes do the sliding doors thing and wonder what would have happened if life had gone in a different direction? Never. Oh, come on. Goodness, you'd been engaged before. If that had worked out, you'd have lived in the country with lots of children. You'd have liked that. I like Clapham. I didn't really see myself with children. Well, that's a good thing with my uncooperative womb. So what's your alternative scenario? (sighs) Maybe something less structured. More hippie. It's only because I'm a solicitor I spend my days in sharp tailoring. If I'd gone to art school, not law school, I could drift around in peasant clothing, living somewhere hot, barefoot, unfettered. I hope you don't think I fetter you. No, of course not. But perhaps a life less sensible. What risks have I ever taken? I'm not relaxed unless I have ten grand in my current account. My life is so orderly. Choir, conservation volunteering, the Sunday after choir, law society dinners, dog walking. I plan our holidays months, if not years in advance. I even have six-month hair appointments booked. (sighs) So you're having an affair with your hairdresser? Very funny. She's called Teresa. Shouldn't I have taken off on the spur of the moment with a backpack and no definite plans just once in my life? We could still do that, couldn't we? South America, Costa Rica, the Australian outback. Retire that little bit early and have a geriatric gap year. Go where the mood takes us. What do you think? John, are you horrified? Oh, no. Just asleep. You have been listening to Conversation at Midnight by Roz Ambler. She was played by Jessica Bone. He was played by Paul Snook. This series is recorded in Devizes by Alex Brunston at the Wharf Theatre and at New Park Studios. Production script by Paul Snook. Music, editing, sound design and production at LG Studios by Alex Brunston. This has been a Where's the Cat production 2023 by the Wharf Writers Group. All copyrights are held by the authors. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and get notifications about new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for listening.